に上がる関係に<笑> Shall we begin? The answer is coming. I can do this all day. Tear down this wall. He was born to be Christian and to be a doctor. And he did try. But his rebellious spirit took him on the other path. The path of science and the path of progress. The path the Church of England didn't approve. He saw evil in the monstrosities of man and he saw beauty in the wilderness of the nature. His whole life can be put into the phrase adapt, improvise and overcome as he fought the family, as he fought diseases and as he fought the world. The man we will be talking today is Charles Darwin, the man who took the leap of faith with publishing of the Origin of Species which cemented his name in the history of the humanity. Darwin was not of those men who blindly followed. Charles was a tenacious seeker of the truth. Charles has been known to say a scientific man ought to have no wishes, no affections, a mere heart of stone. A scientist must have a keen eye. But at the same time, he must be able to maintain neutrality. This is the only way to pursue the truth. Oh, and Luca, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, very excited for this great episode. Uh, but before uh, we start to discuss about Darwin and his great achievements, I would like to give a shout out to Colby Chaos Covington, UFC 268. I'm very proud of his performance. Broke my heart that he lost, but I'm a fan for life. Mike, Michael Chandler as well. Boys, we'll see you at the top. Yeah, and just to mention, you got all five out of five matches right. Uh, yeah, but but I, I wish I didn't because I, w- I was rooting for those against. <laughs> Humble as always. Well, as any other man, Charles didn't have just achievements. He had flaws. And we will cover all of that in this episode. So we are talking here about a college dropout before the dropout was cool. And we'll talk about what he achieved during his lifetime and what legacy he left us. I mean, the origin of species is a running dilemma in science circles, in religious uh, circles for 200 years. So, Luca, what do you think about it? Uh, listen, uh, as far as the origin of species, I think it's it's pretty, pretty underrated work, to be honest, because uh, everybody knows it and nobody reads it yeah just like the bible yeah exactly like that you know and um listen like like uh, we we forget that uh, the evolution is the theory in the end it, it's not completely proven yeah. so, some things we can prove some things we can uh, we can't uh, but uh, since we are learning that uh, usually in our uh, school curriculum we we tend to you know take is uh, take it as right. scientific yeah scientifically proven so uh, in that case, it is a still theory, but uh, I am, as, as I'm not the creationist, obviously, uh, I'm a huge fan of Darwin and huge fan of his works, and uh, being that, uh, that the origin of species is his uh, perhaps most famous and most known work, I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of it and uh, the thought it uh, represents. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, Alino, if you are the evolutionist or creationist, uh, in which favor you are. So, with, with the flow of time, do you think that we are getting closer to the um, to con- conclusion of this theory? 
of evolution. You know, there are new evidence uh, for and against. You know, it's running talk every day. Uh, that, um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when you think about it, listen, we're not going to eradicate the religion. You know, we're not going to eradicate the religion and uh, the evolution is still... Like, it's it's kind of funny how uh, evolution is commonly, like I said before, accepted. Like, it's learned in curriculum and it is still theory, although I'm in favor of huge of it. Um, I don't know how... Obviously, I don't follow science... Uh, every step of it, but I don't know how we're close to proving some of the facts about uh, origin of species or uh, evolution, but uh, I know it's a viable theory and uh, definitely from research I've done, uh, my being can accept it and uh, can, you know, work on it, sort of uh, uh, be with it, you know, so to speak. I like it. Uh, yeah, just like you told, it's in our schools, so we accept it, uh, just like we accepted every word from Bible, which Charles Darwin didn't. So, do you think that in some manner, the theory of evolution that Darwin gave us is a necessity to fight uh, the blindness of men who don't think critique and uh, uh, blindly follows Bible, Quran, or any other you know, sacred book? Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, listen, if you're, uh, you are a religious person. Uh, I just am thinking, like, not you specifically, but you know, anybody who listens or anybody I talk to, like, um, I would like to think that not as the religious person, but just as a person of common sense, you, you need to question things. Yeah. You need to, like, that's what common sense people do. That's just what Darwin did. Yeah, I mean, Darwin was not, he never, like, we were doing research for this subject, and he never uh, claimed that he was a- atheist. Yeah. Like, he said, the f- furthest I'm going to go is agnostic, and mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not beyond that. I'm not atheist. I'm not denying the existence of God. But as a religious person, are you just going to accept everything that has been said to you by the Catholic Church, by the Islam State, by the Buddhist, by, you know, wherever you belong or whatever you believe in? But are you going to just once in your life question, hey, is this is this what I truly believe or this is this what I was taught to believe? And that's where the evolution comes from. Like uh, Darwin, when Darwin came out with it, it was like this third exists uh, six years, uh, six thousand years, and yeah, he was like, no, it doesn't, and uh, gave some fact, gave some thoughts of his, and it, it was a revolutionary movement. Yeah, it's like. I believe it was like this. Charles asking himself, oh, is creation real? Oh, uh, it's, maybe it's not. What can be else? Maybe evolution. Let's test this theory. And we are testing it to this day. And, you know, you mentioned that the, um, you don't know how it uh, stands, particularly in these days, uh, theory of origin of the species, uh, theory of evolution. And, you know, I just saw that on the Chicago's University of Natural Science, uh, there's a conflict between Darwinism and paleontology, you know, in the, specifically in theory of evolution. Uh, Darwin said that it's a, a process that needs time and it happens gradually. And if there are jumps, it's wrong. So the, we, are, uh, we have evidence now of many fossils, which we didn't have in Charles' time, and there's uh, uh, some, um, how should we put it, uh, we can say evidence that evolution can jump from time to time. 
Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. You were reading it to me uh, before we started, and uh, right now I'm hearing it. It's a very interesting thought, but you know, uh, like we said, the 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 evolution, the, the the Darwin himself didn't say, yeah, this is this is hundred percent right. This is uh, carved in stone. You know, we can discuss it. We can we can talk about deviations and the, the uh, maybe parts of it that, that were wrong and parts of it that were right and uh, things like that so that makes this a scientific research you know Th- that's why we question it and that's why we uh, work around it yes it's just the pillar for the building of the uh, further uh, examination of this theory of uh, this uh, part of science, just like the Big Bang theory is a pillar stone for uh, exploration of the universe. Yeah, and I think it's uh, interesting because uh, we're talking about here uh, 19th, cent- 19th century, you know, uh, uh, Darwin is... Uh, when he released the, 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 the book, The Origin of Species, he was... He was uh, reluctant to release it at first because he came to those conclusions uh, 20 years prior uh, releasing the book. You know, uh, he was uh, persuaded by uh, Alfred Russell Wallace, who uh, also came to the same conclusion at the time, and uh, he was reading his uh, uh, the the memoirs that uh, Darwin sold, uh, sent him. Yeah. So uh, he was persuading Darwin to to release that because he believed also in that. So uh, you can see that at the time, you know, th- those. Uh, uh, those ideas were starting to grow and starting to come out of uh, its comfort zone and released into the public and possibly change public opinions. And in the time, why is it important that, that, that something like Origins of Species came out? Because for the first time, you had many people could hang on to something, uh, people who were questioning the ideas of the church and similar, and they were saying, hey, we, we, have, we have our research, we can question we can come up to the common sense answers and uh, we have a man behind it to uh, hold us down, you know. And, you know, at the time that the first edition of the Origin of Species and later editions came, it was actually one of the, if not the best selling book of its time. So that's that's telling something. And, uh, yeah, you know, if, that, if you were living in that time and you would take the newspaper, it would be all over the Darwin. And let's be honest. If Charles published this a uh, couple of centuries earlier, he would burn like hell. Uh, yeah, he would be uh, basically Galileo, you know, and yeah. uh, uh, in that sense... Not just Galileo, every Yeah, sense. many, many, many guys, you know, that, <laughs> that were courageous the, the, to, to uh, question the, the dogmas and the, the, this axiomatic, so to speak, <laughs> uh, thinking. So very brave of him. Uh, he was a naturalist. He was a he was a man that was willing to test uh, his knowledge, willing to expand it, and uh, that's why I always uh, admired his ideas and uh, his personality and uh, the whole work of his uh, uh, as a person. You know, uh, you know. This is a little bit of the topic, but I want to ask you: Do you think that during the dogma and all of that, that um, many of valuable ideas to the human development, to the science, were just lost. And uh, maybe if some of the ideas that came to life uh, later uh, would uh, make the progress of the humanity faster or something. Uh, well, listen, that's an that's interesting topic. Like, uh, we're talking about here the, the, the influence that the, the church, not, and not just the church in, in the sense, you know, every... 
uh, every religious you know institution that had uh, huge power in in any state of the known world you know you're talking like uh, you needed years you needed people burned on the on the you know burned alive and uh, some horrible things done to do to to some brave scientists and uh, and people who are willing to question and to witches yeah and and to witches like those kinds of things and um did it slow us down well listen i, I think uh, in some question to act philosophically maybe some of those things needed to happen you know uh not to sound like i wanted to see a man burn but you know uh some of those things maybe needed historically to happen to uh, to finally, you know, break someone's mind free and say, hey, listen, this is not like this and this is like that. And, you know, we're talking, this was after medieval times, you know, yeah. this is the new the new era and this is the 90th. Yeah. Uh, and after that, we're talking 19th century and still the the, the, the conservatives, uh, conservatism of and the, the teachings of the church were so powerful. And even at that time, it was brave uh, for uh, Darwin to do what he did and not to talk what guys like uh, uh, Galileo did two hundred years prior to that uh, it's amazing yeah it's it's a real act of bravery and uh, true scientific uh, development in my opinion yes my opinion is it it definitely slowed us down I will not be neutral in this uh, churches around the world slowed us down and you know if it didn't happen like it happened. I think we would uh, uh, be now uh, we would uh, now be talking about totally differently uh, history, uh, alternate history. Who knows what would happen with World War One or two or something? Uh, yeah, and since we are uh, talking about religion and uh, the 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 connection that religion and uh, his connection to religion that uh, Charles had, uh, I would like to read you a quote. Um, that he wrote uh, at the end of his uh, life when he was asked about uh, again a hundred times about uh, his connection to religion and religious beliefs i know what you're gonna read uh it says in my most extreme uh, fluctuations i have never been an atheist in the sense of denying the existence of a god i think that generally but not always that an agnostic would be the most correct description of my state of mind what do you think about that? Like, uh, even for a man like he was, he still maybe can't break free of of, of those teachings he has uh, he had as a child. Yeah, yeah, it, it's possible. It's that, and also it's possible that that's also the scientific approach that Darwin had. You know, we have this theory of the God, and I mean, for the religious people, it's the truth, and. You know, you know the talks about the creation of the earth, about teachings the God gave us, and uh, all that things. And you know, maybe the Darwin had some of. Uh, I I didn't know man personally, uh, so uh, maybe he had some opinion. What if there is some truth behind it? What if there is some deity? Maybe not God, descriptive in our religious yeah. book, but what if there is some hidden truth behind it? Uh, I, I'm starting to sound like the ancient Italian, yeah. but it's it's also a theory. Maybe he wanted to, uh, to believe there is some higher meaning that's also possible. I don't know. Uh, yeah, which is interesting when you think about it, because I think he wanted to separate. Like uh, I think that people were criticizing. Uh, I mean, in the origin of species, we are talking about plants and and animals, and later in the descent of men and uh, relation to sex, we are talking about the human evolution, but 
what I think he wanted is not to look at it as a this this critique of religion. Right. Like, why are you connecting this all all yeah. to the religious right. teachings like we are doing now? <laughs> but but uh, um, why but are you are forced to do that by the church? Yeah, and why are you always connecting? Let's let let this be separated. Let's talk about God in some different sense. Uh, like maybe he he created this earth in in, in Charles' uh, mind. In my definitely he didn't. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but definitely. And but let's talk about it. And why did he? Maybe he didn't have the effect on, on the evolution and similar things. Like that's an interesting part because you have a scientist like uh, Einstein and uh, the, the some of other scientists. Newton. Yeah. That, that claimed to at the end of their scientific research they they saw God and which is which is a little bit you know foreign to me like mm-hmm. I, I don't under I, I can't ex- understand that concept but it's interesting to know about yeah but I believe there are many forms of God that uh, we can produce the theories on who knows Tesla also was religious yeah uh, not the car the man uh, <laughs> and you know I I'm thinking now. What if the confirmation of the theory of species uh, would lead to the further examination and that would lead to the origin of God? You know, that would be interesting theme. Uh, yeah, very, very, very interesting, as you as you said. But uh, in, in relation to the Darwin, the man himself, you know, uh, again, I think his works should be looked at it, uh, again, I, I repeat, not from the point of uh, we're here to to fight the religion. No, yeah. we're here to to explain how how we how we became, yeah. uh, how, how it's we progress. Humans, not yeah. about it. How how life on this earth pro- progressed. Not just to accept. Yeah, we came here all cool. Like th- 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 that's not what humans are supposed to do. Like why do would we stop it? Just mm-hmm. yeah, some guy, guy created us and that's all. Like we need to find out where we came from, how we came from. Uh, is it from, yeah, like creating the life itself and how life on this world was created itself and that will help us progress into the future. And let's hope that answer to that questions doesn't lead to the answer to the question how we were ended. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, listen, there, uh, like I said, I think in, in this theory and understanding the, the theory like evolution and maybe expanding it uh, making it uh-huh. better uh, with using today's scientific knowledge, I think uh, th- that's the clue. Uh, th- th- that's the key uh, to understanding, uh, to making the future better, so to speak. Yes, and you know, generally, uh, the theory of evolution is so much uh, talked about, and everything, uh, every everyone says it's important, but uh, nobody is doing uh, the important stuff to prove it or to abolish it yeah because uh, again it, it kind of kind of came and yeah. stayed for for the people you know there we just accepting in, in our school curriculum we're just mm-hmm. okay with it and we we should be talking about it more mm-hmm. how we came why we're here and things like that you know uh, probably there will be a lot of heat about this episode because we are 
let's be honest, ranting on religions uh, in this episode. But uh, it's an inevitable part of this discussion when we talk about Darwin. You know, he was uh, at the college for uh, to be a, he he later be uh, have been a pastor in some yeah, church. Yeah. He, he he tried to be a doctor. He was fighting for his whole life, and and he, he you know he he was born at the same day that Abraham Lincoln did, and uh, just like Lincoln, he was abolish uh, abolitionist, and he saw the terrors of the slavery on the ship to uh, South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was terrified by it. And you know that can that be the reason why he uh, later discussed the human evolution? Uh, quite possibly, quite possibly. And uh, when we're talking about, listen, we're talking about his work, uh, The Origin of Species and Descent of a Man in Relation to Sex is like he, his prime work. But let's not forget that his voyages in, in South Africa and Galapagos, yeah. uh, uh, those are those are very important because that's where he came up with all this, you know. And uh, uh, like you said, he was an abolitionist. His father wanted, to, wanted him to be a doctor. Yeah. Um, so he had a very interesting life you know in some sense and uh, tragical yeah he he when he went to galapagos he uh like wrote 200 new unknown species by that mm -hmm. uh, time he tried every <laughs> every bug that he, he didn't love all yeah he tried every bug he discovered like that that's awesome you know the, 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 that's the kind of man this guy was you know you know he didn't just taste the bugs he tasted everything that he discovered also the animals that people were uh, afraid to eat to taste he had a gourmet club uh, called gluten club and they yeah. tasted all kind of shit there <laughs> yeah but th th that's why that's why darwin is special and uh, i think kind of a underrated in in some sense you know because we're talking about great geniuses uh, of uh, history and like we kind of you know uh we don't mention him enough in my yeah. opinion uh, for what what kind of a guy he is and uh, uh claimed to be oh, father wanted him to be a doctor and look at him he, he was a naturalist he he wrote these <laughs> two books that that change our history and i mean uh, it's a it's a very unique life and you know, for, he deserves more. And when we talk about some other scientists, let's, for example, take uh, uh, astronomers. They talk about stars, about planets, about Mars, Moon, all their life. And they rarely or maybe never went there and possibly won't. And you know, Darwin was uh, uh, talk the talk, walk the walk. He he lived the life he uh, was examining. He went to the Galapagos when no brave man would. Uh, yeah, uh, he was uh, in the hip hop terms yeah. about their life, about their life, you know. And that's why I repeatedly say I respect the hell out of him. That's why he is the he's the man, you know, <laughs> Charles Darwin, definitely. Maybe that's the meaning behind the name scientist. Maybe the best uh, description, if the man was to be used for the description of the scientist, would be Charles Darwin, in my opinion. Yeah, but you, you and me are kind of leaned on to it because we are huge fans, <laughs> which you can notice by listening to us. But uh, even even if you're not uh, the, the fan of Charles Darwin, I, can, I think you can, if you have a common sense... You must sense, admire it. Yeah, you, you can appreciate yeah. his thought. And even if... 
even if all this shit, even if it's not correct, even if that somehow turns out to be true, you you can still admire and respect him. His grind, his grit, and uh, the way he challenged our thinking, uh, that's so important, so important. And you know, he, he never tried to impose his theories to anyone. He just wrote the book. He he, he hadn't uh, published it uh, for 20 years. And, and he wasn't trying to per- pursue anyone that that's the 100% per- uh, true, just like you said before. He just wanted to express his thoughts. Yeah, and uh, in my opinion... Uh... That's that's what the scientific uh, work, uh, all scientific work should do, and that's that's how we create and continue with the critical thinking and develop it. Uh, that's what you should do at uh, universities, at schools, uh, and in life in general. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I mean, he published that book. Uh, he definitely didn't ex- uh, expect it to be uh, so public that all the people that lived in England would have the copy of Origin of Species, more or less. And you know that that fight with the church afterwards uh, came by the church. He didn't mention the church, the God, with one word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and I think subconsciously he knew that's, that would come eventually, but um, he's one of the guys that just, uh, after his life, he was recognized uh, as this as this genius, as this uh, just uh, guy that didn't belong here at the right time, at the right place at the right time. And, you know, I maybe think that now I'm going back to that topic with the dogma and the loss of the many scientific results we could, we could have. And, you know, maybe with Darwin's exposure at that time, many of the youth uh, had a chance to try something different, you know? Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, for the first time, people had something to grab onto, yeah. so to speak. Uh, like, for what Martin Luther did for the religion, he, yeah. he gave he gave people the, you know, he gave people the, he translated the Bible so people can talk to God themselves. Yeah. And, and that, what Darwin did for the people that were not religious, he gave them this book, he gave them this theory and everything in it to support their claims, to, to, to challenge this thinking that they maybe didn't believe. And I think that is so important, and that pushed the boundaries for so many people. We can't imagine uh, to say, uh, "Listen, fuck this opinion." And uh, even if you considered it, you know, you considered it and you thought about it, but uh, now I need to discover something new. You know, I'll paraphrase Einstein for the end. Uh, this theory, if it was wrong, uh, you would just need. One man to prove it wrong, not 100 of them. You know, it would make me really happy if just at least uh, we influenced one young man who is listening to this podcast now to explore the unknown or at least read the origin of species or maybe that man will be the one who will prove it this theory for all time or disapprove it. And I think that concludes our story for today. Yeah, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening for today's podcast. Uh, we had a lot of good time talking about Charles Darwin, his uh, work and uh, life. Uh, we have to order the usual. Please uh, leave us a good review on uh, anywhere you listen. Uh, check us out on Instagram and YouTube, and uh, we'll see you next time.